Welcome to Theatre of the Mind Flayer, a D&D play podcast set in the home-brewed world of Jekyll. We've got two DMs for some reason, which can only mean twice the fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time at... Theatre of the Mind Flayer! Woohoo! Welcome to Theatre of the Mind Flayer, poop and pee everywhere. Oh, dirty podcast. How you doing, Jake? What was that? Uh, it was my imitation wow. of your ass. <laughs> Is that how I come across? Welcome to Theatre of the Mind Flare, the podcast that will make you pee your pants, whip them off, whiz them around your head like a like a like a helicopter, and you become like a human piss sprinkler. Spot on. I I could barely tell the right, difference. Right. I know my Australian accent's yeah, a little bit say, off. Do, do but... it again, but do it in an Australian accent, please. <laughs> you, Danielle, mm. uh, are very well versed in dialect coaching. Is there like I know with accents sometimes there's like a saying that helps you like get into the accent is there one for australian i think a lot of people just use the word yeah 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 nah yeah nah welcome to theater of the mind flare where we throw piss and urine around eh? yeah yeah nah was good (laughs) so we've obviously got jake we've got danielle once again we have our very special guest lucas pearson What's going on? Not much. Uh, Luke, unfortunately, couldn't make it again, so I'm filling in. You're filling in. You're filling in with those extra two letters. I fucking love it. We've also got Hercules Maze. How are you doing, my friend? Doing fucking fine. We are once again doing a one-shot because Luke and Dalen are unfortunately not around. Yeah, we're going to continue our one-shot titled The Tinderbeard Tragedy. Yeah, well, let's not fuck around. We'll We'll just jump into it, I think, unless anyone has anything important to say. Cut the horse shit, let's go. <laughs> of the mind flare. In our last session, you guys took on a job for the lovely Ellie and were tasked with basically breaking up her ex-boyfriend's wedding that was being held in the Pixie Palace, the yew tree just north of town. You guys made your way and came across the incredible league of extraordinary duelists who had set up camp around the palace and were due to invade and stop the wedding. You discovered that just like Ellie's ex had been duped by a one of Tinderbeard's magic love spells, so too had the leader of the incredible league of extraordinary duelists and also a goblin named Grimm. You guys decided to team up, or supposedly team up, with the duelists and infiltrate the tree. While you, Kordash, tried to seduce... Uh, I should have wrote his name down. I did. G-U-E-I-N-L-I-E-P. Gwynlip. Biff, you see Kordash pull Gwynlip back into the collapsed tent. I go and take more tent pegs. <laughs> You start taking uh, Tempegs with your invisible helper, am I right? Yeah, it's an invisible Biff Bronson. Tents just start, like, collapsing as you as you pull the pins. It's, it's a little bit windy, and people are kind of looking around going, like, what the fuck? Lorathana and Big Iron, you guys have just left Kuko, the, the captain's tent. Oh, God, there's tents flying everywhere. You want maybe it's best that we just don't ask. Yes, this all seems... Rather more chaotic than even I intended. I smell sin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You know, as people starting to run around now and try like 
bring their tent back and they're like where where are all the pegs where the they start like pointing at some of the other to go like grab like kind of giant rocks to kind of keep the tents down as the wind billows well i suppose we should gather our compatriots so we whip back you have just pulled in Koradash. Uh, Quinley back into the tent and he starts to scuffle and he looks up at you and he says alright look I'm feeling this tension here but if you can't duel I can't even look at you so let's just you wanna, you wanna take this frustration out on the dueling field I gave you a saber didn't I I have the saber right here <laughs> okay let's go and he scrambles back out of the tent and he leads you to the dueling ring that he had uh, previously shown you. And he goes, have you, you, ever, you ever fenced before? No, I'm used to using bigger, heavier, stronger, sharper things. But this is, this is a game of finesse, all right? Oh. You got to be, be lithe. You got to be quick on your feet. Show me how to be quick on my feet. First to three, right? Sure. Who can, who, whoever can make three hits. Is that what it is? Exactly. I have added a rapier to my inventory and let me equip it. I don't think I'm very proficient with it. I whip out the blunt saber and kind of wave it in front of me a bit clumsily. Like it has like a I'm like, okay, so how do we do this? It's simple. We get in the ring. First the tree hits, wins. We reset after every point. He goes to the edge of the ring. He pulls up a hood that he's wearing that folds out into like a fencing helmet. <laughs> okay. You have any headgear or Oh no, no, it's fine. You you won't hurt me, honey. Okay. Roll initiative. Lorathon, who do you think is going to win? Oh my goodness. How did you I know many things. I don't usually tell people my name. Who do I think is going to win? Oh, I don't know. I think it'll be a draw. How much confidence do you have on this? Oh, I don't bet, darling. I didn't say that. I want to know how confident you are on this draw. Middling. Very well. 18 initiative. 18? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Roll for me. Yeah, let's just go straight up dexterity. It's a natural one for two. So. Wait, what did initiative do? This is your, this oh, okay, is your okay, attack. Okay, okay, so okay. you face off in the ring. You whip your saber and go for a thrusting attack. And as you do, you realize that the wind is starting to pick up and it kind of veers your arm off. You're not used to these, like, lighter weapons that kind of keep your arm steady. (laughs) And so it flies off to his right. Give me another dexterity roll. 16. He stabs at you, and you manage to just, like, whip your head to the side very quickly. Give me another dexterity roll. 17. And as you do, you swipe up and pierce him straight in the chest. Ooh. There's a, a bit of a gasp from some of the duelists that are around. Some of them are still like putting their, their rocks on their tents, but they look over kind of <laughs> kind of intrigued and he goes, Oh, okay. Alright, alright, one one point to you. One point to you. Very uh, very well fought. Give me an initiative roll. <laughs> Two. Give me an dexterity roll. Three. You go back to the side and then suddenly you look up and he is pouncing on you. He like mm. whips his his saber back. And does like a pirouette and comes down and it lands right in like the inside of your shoulder mm-hmm. before you even realize what happens. And he goes, well, one for me as well, I guess. Mm. And he, he whips up his hood and he winks at you. Oh, well, it's looking good so far. Uh, six for initiative. Give me a dexterity roll. Ooh, 13. 13. He comes again, does the same pirouette move, but you're ready for it this time. And you take like a simple step to the side. As I step to the side, I'm going to, like, 
reach out and kind of brush his ass as he swipes past. <laughs> Uh, that's a three. You go to brush his ass, but he, he moves too quick. So it looks like you're just doing motions for your own movements to make it look cooler, you know, and you kind of go, give me a dexterity roll. Seven. And as you bring your hand up, he pokes at it. I grab the rapier as he pokes at me and I okay. yank him closer. That is not, that's not, that's not yank part, that's not part of the rules, goddammit. I kiss him. <laughs> he starts kissing you back hesitantly at first, <laughs> but... God damn it, you did it. You seduced one of the NPCs. Good job, buddy. I let him go, and I say, I'm sorry, my dear, but I have work to do. And I, like, flip my hair back and drop the rapier at his feet. And I say, I'll come back for you. And I leave the door <laughs> tent without he's, looking back at him. He's speechless. You guys are watching this. Oh, I guess technically it was a, a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess. Yeah. Thank you. What in the foiling fuck did I just watch? You just watched The Art of Seduction. All right. Now, we got business to do. Mm. He gave us three hours, and that was about a few minutes ago now, so we should probably get going. Still got to figure out how to get into that tree. You said the tree talks? Oh, yes, the tree talks, and the tree is also the castle. The wedding is inside the tree. So I guess we talk to the tree. And the tree teleports, walks. He said that the tree moves and it's just here for now. Oh, I miss that part. Yeah, he told he told you that the tree does seem to move. This is just where it is right now. I this literally have no memory of that. No, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's time to talk to a tree. You realize you make everything sound epic when you say it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, How shall many we? tent pegs did you get? You don't need to know that kind of information. I can't wait to see what you do with that. You guys want to make your way to the tree? We would like to make our way yeah. to the tree. You approach and just as your imp saw it, this massive giant tree, it like peers over at everything else in the forest. As you approach, the creases in its eyes open and the hollow widens back into a huge grin. And he goes, hey, dudes. Nice to meet you. <laughs> you, did you get it? I'm a yew tree. What's up, dudes? Howdy. Hello. Oh, howdy. What's going on? I believe there's a wedding going on. Yeah, there, there is. Oh. What a treat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You here for the wedding? Yes, yes, we are. Yeah? Have you have you got an invitation? Yes, of course. All right, yeah, let me see. And I'm going to cast rotation on a bit of paper from my pocket. What does prestidigitation do? We're not the dungeon masters, so we don't get the final say in this. <laughs> a minor magical trick. Yeah, so a it's a, a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or a surface for an hour. So I, I think I'm going to just casually cast it three times so that it has <laughs> the symbol of the fairy court. And then... Yeah, I don't know if that... I don't want to... And then, and, then, and then I'm going to put my symbol that matches my necklace... And then a plus. You would, you would see <laughs> that I, I do have a logo on my belt. <laughs> well, I'm going to say plus three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. That doesn't look like one of the invitations. I, I think you might be barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> oh, I'm I like sorry. This it's just our, uh, our friend Tom was the groom. and we. Are just... you Tom? Uh, well, we're friends with him. Oh, you know the password then. That's no problem if you're with the groom. You know the password to the riddle? Uh, yeah, if you he could just remind us what it is. Uh, yeah, he's he's yeah, told no us problem. a lot of stuff. No <laughs> what is common between a dog and a tree? Bark. 
Hey, you guys, see, it's not hard. It's not hard. You guys want to come in? We would love to. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good time, guys. Have a good time. I was about to use a good spell, but yeah. <laughs> he starts to open his mouth, and it forms this giant doorway, essentially giant hole into the tree. You see that it goes down to this like spiraling wooden staircase. Oh, how horrifying. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> She means it as a compliment, friend. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> you guys make your way down the staircase, I assume? Yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm going to Confidently. Do we want to do this I'm going to look for teeth. I confidently walk ahead. <laughs> There's no teeth. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. Do we, do we want to do this stealth? Because I'm in front of you and you're not getting past me. So do we want to do stealth or no? Well, I suppose we could just say we're guests of someone else to whoever we speak to no move aside I, i'm i gotta head down no stand behind me let's continue you go down the spiral staircase and it leads you down to an atrium flying at the door to the atrium is a little pixie lady she's like a foot long and, and she's kind of hovering with this clipboard in front of her and she goes She's, she's like a foot, foot long? long or, she's a foot long? Or she's, a foot tall? She's a humanoid uh, You judge subway. height in she's tall. <laughs> she's just like... She's, but it's all perspective, just right? Just her nose and her feet. If you, if you, if you if look you turn this your way, head, she's long. Yeah, it's all yeah. perspective. Yeah. You guys are pedantic. Anyway. <laughs> pedantic? Pedantic. I said pedantic, and I'll make you look silly on the podcast. I think you heard the same as me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No way. Okay. Anyway, back to the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> what narrative? I spent 20 minutes writing this thing, okay? Yeah. Four uh, years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, there's this little pixie woman with a clipboard. She's, like, hovering in front of the atrium, and she goes, Hello, you you're on the list? Hey there, friend. And I cast friends. Nice. Tell me what friends does. I have advantage on charisma checks for one minute, and then she knows and that I've cast knows. it. Okay. Uh, that's fine. You, you, you're on the list? We're yeah. surprise guests. Surprise oh. guests? Oh, of of who? Of Tom. Oh, of Tom. I love him. He's dreamy, isn't he? Yep. Is he your soulmate? Dude, um, this is his wedding. Yeah, but there's a lot no. of people who... Are... <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, are ta- what are you talking about? Oh, uh, sorry. He's, um, he's just a little crazy. So, roll. Give me your persuasion roll. With a deception? Deception? Deception, yeah, sure. 21. 21? She looks at her list and she goes... There's not many tables. There is a there's a there's a man who came by himself. We had to pull out a new table for him. I could sit you by him. How many? One, two, three, four. Yeah, we could fit you. I think. Does that suit you? Delightful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just over there. And she points into the room. You guys have a look, and it's this big banquet hall. There is pixies everywhere. A few humans sitting around. Drinks on the table. And at the head of the table, you see at like the head of the room, you see the long table with a very attractive man sitting up top. Surrounded by surrounded by pixies. A couple of them wearing crowns. She points over to the, the far corner of the room where there's a round table and seated at it is an elderly gentleman wearing robe and a pointy hat. You look at the robes and there's like little flame symbols on the robes that seem to like move. 
like they're part of the clothing. She goes, yeah, you can just sit over. You can sit over there. Yep. Thank you. How Thanks. serendipitous. <laughs> I'm going to scope the room a little bit. I'm going to head off in the opposite direction to that. Table. Okay. You start walking through the crowd. Give me a perception check. 17. Yeah, as you start walking, you start kind of like listening into conversations as well as kind of doing like a, a visual analysis of the room. And you hear that a lot of people are kind of like not really excited about this wedding. It, they seem to be kind of like, what's kind of going on? You hear a few of the pixies kind of talk about it. It's like, why, why are we even on the material plane here? Like, this is fucking weird. Like, what's going on? Why are we, This is all happening way too fast. There's a few people who were just there for a good time. You look up and you see the attractive gentleman. He doesn't even look particularly happy. Neither does the pixie lady sitting beside him wearing a tiara. In the corner of the room, you see another doorway that seems to be quite heavily guarded. There's pixie warriors flying in front of it, holding huge halberds. Where's the uh, attractive male looking? He seems just to be kind of like looking, looking around the room. He's not speaking to anybody. Can I see if there's any... Can I notice if he's, he's got any family, friends or family here? There is a few humans in the, in the crowd. You don't know if they are with him, right? You, you don't know if they're, if they're family or, or friends, but there are humans in, in the crowd. I would like to find the most middle-aged man and woman sitting together. Okay, yeah, you look, you look over and you see at a table of six, four pixies and two uncomfortable humans, a middle-aged couple sitting there. Make my way over there. Okay, we'll whip back. I have no idea what you're <laughs> what you're thinking here. We we'll whip back. You guys approach the table with the elderly gentleman. I'm I'm actually going to turn to the invisible Biff Bronson. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what to do with these. And I hand into nothing tent pegs. Okay, yeah. All of the tent pegs are now in possession of invisible Biff Bronson. All right, <laughs> can't wait to see where this leads. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk to the table. I'm intrigued. Yeah. As you approach, the elderly gentleman looks up at you, and he says, Oh, he- hello. Howdy. Oh, you are my hello. dinner companions for the evening? Yes. Thirteens. Oh, sit down, sit down. There's plenty of room. I take I said, off the fedora. You all look very serious. It is a wedding. Are you not celebrating? Oh, I'm, I'm not particularly enamored of weddings. Oh, I scorned lover, perhaps. No, no, I just no. prefer funerals. Oh, not scorn, <laughs> just creepy. What about you guys? It's complicated. No one special in your life? No, sir, unfortunately not. Well, it's not unfortunate. Some people don't need that. It's not necessarily a thing that leads to happiness, I don't Better think. left alone, Ranger. Yes, of course. What about you? I am making sure that this is the proper timeline. Is it? Yes. Always? This is the proper timeline. So now what are you doing? Correcting the timeline. But it is the proper timeline. Only if I maintain it. Oh, that sounds like an awful lot of work for such a... It's quite a responsibility. It is. You should sit down and have a drink. What's your name, friend? Oh, my name is Tinderbeard. <gasps> the fuck? <laughs> yes, you had no idea. You had no idea. Not at all. Absolutely Not no at idea. all. Hold on, hold on, let's try it again. Take two. <gasps> oh, my God. No. Tinderbeard. Oh, you've heard of me. 
Uh, in in passing, yeah, yes. we heard that you're a, a, a magician of sorts. Oh yes, I'm quite a, a matchmaker, if you will. A magical oh, matchmaker. Oh, you heard of my matchmaking uh, prowess? Well, indeed. we we heard that you uh, set up the the happy couple up there. Oh yes, you'd be quite right. I yes. set up many couples. That's just my gift back to society. Sorry, your gift. Back to society, For yes. what? I mean, you're here alone, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was married once. My gift back to society is, is I want people to experience love, and I have a power to do that. Is it always oh. true or correct, or can sometimes things get a little messy? Well, unfortunately, in my experience, love often is messy, even when magic is concerned. Mm. Yes, I do agree with that. Yes. The heart works in mysterious ways, but after all. Do you agree that sometimes things are not meant to be, even though you might see them as being? I think we are masters of our own fate. But sometimes, yes, sometimes you just have to... He nods his head no. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of, I just slowly look over at Biff. Honestly, mostly with a don't you fucking say anything look, but as he nods, I go, all right, all right. The vibe got weird there for a second. Sorry, as we're saying, we're a strange bunch. Yes. But yeah, um, so. How did these two meet? Yes. Oh, well. Tom came to me, uh, he was in an unhappy relationship, and he said, Hey, Tinderbeard, master of the loving arts, can you cast your matchmaking spell? And I said, of course, for a fee, of course, you know, Tinderbeard's got to eat. And then I cast a spell, and uh, the pixie princess Prudence Gare was shown to him. Why didn't you just sell his information? Oh, I'm very private with my data. It is very secure. I would never do anything of the sort. Casts his spell through a VPN. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsored by... (laughs) (laughs) And so what about the the princess... What was it? Petunia Poppet? Prudence. Prudence. What about her? How did she find Tom? Oh, well, I introduced them when I cast a spell. She was like, who is this lady? And I said, I shall find out. And I did. And she looks delightfully pleased. Well, she's happy to be married, of course. Going to swap back over to Kordash. You are approaching the elderly couple, uh, middle-aged couple. I want to stand kind of between them and clap a hand on the male's shoulders. Hello, are you the the groom's parents? Yes. Who, Who... I'm Kordash. I've I've known uh, Tom from way back, way back. Oh, right? uh, I know. We haven't met before. You seem quite unusual for a friend of Tom's. Oh, Tom has. You you need to learn about your son's life a bit more. He has a lot of weird and unusual friends. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Is this a happy happy occasion for you two? I mean, yeah, I guess. Mm. Right, like my son's marrying royalty. Yeah. Pixie royalty, that's pretty fucking cool. And how does he feel about it? Oh, he's he's pretty happy too, right? Like he princess, he's told you this? Princess. Ah. And I look over at Tom, and I kind of look back at them, and I say, does that look like a happy man to you? 
I think he'll be happier once they get the marriage done and you know, it's gonna be pretty good for him, right? Like we're farmers and he's marrying royalty. Like this is how these things work sometimes, you know. How long have you two been together? Uh fifty years. And how did you two fall in love? Oh well, uh Julius here he he knew that uh, I loved uh, sunflowers and so he cut down a whole sunflower field and filled my, filled my whole house with sunflowers and oh my father was not happy was he dear oh no he wasn't happy at all and uh, brought him through the town and flogged him and I felt so sorry for him that I said <laughs> I'd go on a date with him and what about you Julius what is it about your lovely wife that you oh well, it's a small town do you need a lozenge uh, okay, just check. What did you say? You need, it's, yeah, a it's a small town. town. Mm. And it's what's your wife's name? There's five women. What's your wife's name? My wife name's Cynthia. Cynthia. You two have you two grown to love each other? I've always loved her. Five women. I picked her and haven't looked back. You truly haven't looked back. Well, I mean, there was that that. Tr- what was that there? No. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it seemed to be stepping on some toes. Wow. <laughs> My point is, if you didn't find true happiness the way you found true happiness, through being one in five chance and through being flogged and uh, being a pity fuck, obviously, <laughs> do you think you can truly see happiness in your son's eye if you do not know true happiness yourself? I did not know true happiness myself until recently. I thought I needed to go out and... And be broad until a beautiful, beautiful young man taught me respect. Well, look, I'll be honest with you. He doesn't he doesn't look happy, dear, does he? No. No, not really. But we're poor, right? Do not worry. All our money got stolen recently. From who? I don't know. You don't know who stole your money? Know. <laughs> okay. How much money was taken? Oh, God, like a hundred gold pieces, I'd say. Uh, the whole town actually got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a sudden headache coming on. The whole town listen, got listen, 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 listen. Me and my compatriots in the corner there. You see those? Oh, yeah. Big horny man. Oh, little, talking to Tinderbeard, yeah. Little, that's Tinderbeard? Oh, you know. The matchmaker? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Okay. I need to go speak with him immediately. Before I go, we are going to cause a little chaos. And we are going to free your son from this. Now, he is probably going to run to you for help. I implore you to send him our way, if you could. Give me a persuasion roll. With advantage. 19. All right, you seem like a good sort. Well-versed in love. Wow. Love means that much to you that your voice cracks when you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It does. And he puts his hand on uh, Cynthia's hand. Oh. And um, he nods at you. As you make your way back over, Tinderbeard's like, So, so yes, uh, you, you guys are acting a little bit strange now. Uh, it's just a that... A lot of wayward looks. Well, it's just sort of we met a few people that said that they sought out your service and have gotten the same individual as their match... And unfortunately, that happens to be the young gentleman up there. Oh no, Tom. Yeah. Who? May I ask who is who is matched with Tom? This is definitely a bug in in my spell. A uh, little goblin fellow by the name of Grim. Oh, Grim. 
Okay. Yes, and there was a um, Captain Captain Como Kuko Kuko Kuko. Oh yeah, Kuko. Cap- <laughs> oh yeah, Kuko. Captain Kuko. Captain Kuko. Oh my, that's most. Uh, thank you for bringing this to Cap- my attention. I should absolutely have. Did that they look. seek your services? Oh yes, I know. I know of Kuko and and Grim. I um, cast the matchmaking spell for them. They seem to describe it as you showing them a picture of their true oh. love. So did you not notice the familiar face? So I do a lot of spells. Oh, uh, the faces all tend to look the same after a while. I'm going to come across at this point. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to kind of grab a chair and sit in it reverse and scooch myself closer to him. And I'm going to go, Hello? you are Tinderbeard? Uh, yes. You prove to people who their true love is? That is true. I know who my true love is, and I'm going to test you. And if you show me the wrong person, then you're a fraud. Uh, okay. I can show you your true love. I will admit, though, sometimes it shows you people that you do not want to see. I know who my true love is. Try me. Bish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll be ten gold pieces, please. I have exactly ten gold pieces. That is perfect. I give him my ten gold pieces. We made a bet for twenty. You and I? Yeah. When? Don't you write when we first met about the barkeep? You didn't have the money. I do not remember making a bet in any D&D game ever. What did we make a bet about? That you would hate fuck the barkeep before the end of the night. Oh! I'll get get you that. I'll get you that. (laughs) (laughs) You going to pay? I give him my ten yeah? gold, yeah. Okay. And he waves his hand. And in front of you, you see a picture of a UNT male with, like, battle scars all over his face. Well, there you go. I use my <laughs> casting of silent image, and I do the same thing. And he sees an image of his own visage with a broken nose, and I punch him. You punch him? Ah. Punch him. You are a fraud! Give me an attack roll. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get the dice out. 20. You had him and you, you hear his nose like crack and he falls off of his chair and into the corner and he goes, oh, What in the nine hills? And, and, I, uh, I say, I say, Chaos, and I stand and I turn and I say, "This marriage is a fraud. Stop the wedding." Oh, no, oh no! I was gonna, I was gonna talk to Tom. While that whole conversation is going, <laughs> the invisible Biff Bronson has gone up to the wedding cake <laughs> with the tent pegs. Okay. And she specifically asked for chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has removed both. Uh, the statues of the bride and the groom and just put tent pegs up top. So that's two (laughs) of the tent pegs gone. (laughs) Nice. So this all happens and everybody looks over. A group of guards from the door run over to you and they're like, what's going on? What's the meaning of this? Don't worry. It's the correct timeline. What he said. This man I'm is an imposter. To... I think we should go. He set up this wedding. What are you talking about? You set up false love between so many people. You set up false love between Grim and Tom. Between this poor pixie princess and Tom. Between Captain Hoobadoo's Hoobaskank and Tom. And Tom. Go, go. And poor Ellie 
back <gasps> in Arklo is pining for her true love. I have proven without a doubt that this man does not show you your true love in the mystical picture. You hear a... And you look over to the entrance of the room as some type of fire erupts. And you hear... Go, 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 go! And a swarm... Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> been three hours yet! <laughs> swarm of goblins come into, oh, I- into the atrium. And they go, grab him, grab him, as they make a beeline for Tom. Uh, pardon me, Tom. And I, I bring out a lasso, and I lasso him before the goblins give can me, get to give him. Me, give me a dexterity roll. Fuck eight. <laughs> eight? Yeah, you, you throw it out, and it, it just lands, like, limp. But he does look over at you, and he goes, huh? I'm trying to help you. I suggest you come with me. Things are about to get real bad. He looks over at the goblins and he goes, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> and he, he runs over as you, you look over and complete panic has set into the room. There's pixies running and flying everywhere. You see pixie soldiers start to attack the goblins. You look over Kordash at where you had knocked over Tinderbeard. And you see him making a beeline to the door that the guards had been previously guarding. I will chase him with my 40 feet of walking speed. Make that 80 if I have to dash. Uh, do I notice him going as well? Give me a perception check. I say there's a lot, go- there's a lot going on here. That's in that one. I do not. No, when you, <laughs> you look around, it's just chaos everywhere. Okay. Do I see Tinderbeard running away? Give me a perception check. 21. You look from Tom, you uh, notice behind you Koradash's figure, like, start dashing after Tinderbeard. Uh, Full Cap- Tom Cruise run. <laughs> oh, Pumpy, <laughs> I run. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Captain, I think it's time for your men to stop an individual that's about to run out of this here tree. Goblins jumped early. Hello? Oh, yes. We are waiting and ready. We will go now. <laughs> I will say he's not running to the exit. He's running to the, the door that was guarded. That's fine. Previously. That's fine. Can, That's fine. You pulled the trigger. That's fine. I pulled the trigger. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can uh, Biff Bronson see uh, his invisible version's floating tent pegs? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I will. I'd like to mention no one's noticed the cake yet in, in okay. all this, but I'm sure if they did, there would be chaos as well. If they, once they noticed that cake. <laughs> You, you're in pursuit of Tinderbeard. He looks over and sees you speeding behind him. He knocks open the door and he misty steps into the far side of the room. It's pretty much empty, save for a pedestal in the far end of the room. And, oh, I can flip my map. <gasps> this map is brought it's to you by Jake's wallet. So, <laughs> so disappointing. Ballroom blitz. Ballroom blitz. You ready, Steve? Uh huh. Mick? Okay. And that's how that starts. Yeah, it's weird. All right, fellas. Let's go! Yeah, it's a, it's 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 oddly sexual that that those opening lines. So you come into this room and and you you see at the far end a pedestal, and in a glass case on the pedestal is a ring. As you enter, Tinderbeard's about halfway into the room. So he is running towards the the glass case. He's running? Yes. Well, oh, I'm throwing a, a dagger at him. Yeah? Yeah. Give me an attack roll. Okay. Fuck. 11. And I guess that dagger's gone. You throw the dagger and it 
goes over his shoulder and hits the glass case and shatters it. And he turns around and he goes, you do not understand. I need this ring. I will say, help me understand. Why do you need the ring? It was my wife. I perfected the perfect matchmaking spell. And I thought, what better... What better showcase of my love than to cast it for her and show her that I was her soulmate? You were going to show her that you are her true love. Exactly. You were going to charm her. Not magically, but true. Yes, my natural charm. I was going to say here is universal evidence of our love. And what is this ring for? Well, this is a ring of one wish. And I wish to undo what I did. What did you do? I cast a spell and it did not show my face. It showed someone else's face. I had perfected the spell. I had shown her her soulmate. And once she locked eyes on him, she left me. And who was her soulmate? If you say Tom, I swear to God, I will punch (laughs) you again. No, some Fionian. I don't... It does not matter. Have you tried casting the spell on yourself to see who your true love is? I know who my true love is. So what happens when the true loves don't tee up at the same person? I've only cast the spell once. The spell I've been using is not real. I knew if I could... If I could convince enough people that they were in love with Tom, they would attack the wedding causing a distraction for me to get this ring. With this ring I can create a new reality. I can make one wish to get my love back. If you take this ring and create a new reality will everything that has happened here today be undone? No, I'm only going to ask for my wife back. What if she doesn't want to be back with you? Well, Where that's is the why ethics I have of that? The wish. You can't wish for that's someone. That's why to... I have the wish. And he casts polymorph, and he turns himself into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> 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 grab that! Grab that! <laughs> this just in. This just in. Breaking news! Breaking news of the Theater of the Mindfire podcast. Uh, audio problems leading to an early cutoff of, of the episode. Yes, yes, that's right. Unfortunately, no dramatic conclusion to the episode this week, folks. Unfortunately, the audio crapped out. We are very sorry. We are very, very sorry. In all seriousness, yes, the audio crapped out for some reason at the most climactic moment. So Caleb and I are here on our day off to explain what happened. Yeah. What the gonna, fuck happened? We're going to run you guys down on, on the ending. You you guys didn't miss much, just just the conclusion of, of this one shot. <laughs> <laughs> just the finale, what it was all building up to. So, yeah, Jake, what, what happened at the end there of the... So, old mate, uh, I almost called him gla- glass stuff. <laughs> Tinderbeard. <laughs> Tinderbeard. Old mate Tinderbeard uh, transformed into a T-Rex. Um, all the while, I believe Big Iron was, was making his way back. Big Iron captured Tom. Tom. Yep. So, basically, Big Iron's... Got Tom the fuck out of there. finished. He, mm. he, he uh, lassoed Tom, brought him out mm-hmm. of the tree palace. Just as... Uh, the captain and Gwynlip were on their way in. That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And um, basically talked to Tom, made him realize that he didn't need any kind of love. Right. That's so right. So he's not yeah. going. He's not yeah. going back to. Uh, he's not going back to Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. So he decided. Yeah. Tom. He's gonna fuck off and do his own thing. 
So he was safe. Then we cut back inside as Koradash and... Biff Bronson. Biff Bronson and... Uh, so it was originally Daniel's character. So no, so okay, so it was originally <laughs> <laughs> this was weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was originally you, Cordash, yeah, I ran alone, in. yeah, and then um, Biff Bronson ran in behind you. That's right, and and combat initiated between you two. While that was going on, Danielle's character, she oh she killed killed the accidentally pixie princess. She, That's she, right. She cast infestation, uh, infestation or something yeah. on. The pixie princess yeah. and unwittingly she didn't know that pixies have a have one one hit point, hit point yeah and so she killed she it killed yeah, pretty gr- gruesomely killed yeah. the pixie princess everyone else screamed and left the yew tree and yeah it was a massacre in the yew tree it was a massacre in the yew tree and then in the in the in the little area where um where tinderby had turned into a t-rex i distracted him cordas distracted him by punching the shit out of him or Hitting him with my axe. Yes, I believe you were. Yeah, you were. You I were was like raging. Yeah. yeah, you were raging, taking him on, and then while Biff Bronson ducked around the back and managed to grab the ring of wishes. Yes, as this happened, Tinderbeard in his T Rex form turned around and chomped. That's on, on Biff. Biff, bringing him up into his jaws and yeah, grappling him, like fifteen twenty feet in the air. Yeah, as that was happening, Biff put the ring on and made a wish which was he wished that t-rexes no longer existed so tinderbeard reverted to his natural form with biff in his mouth dropped to the ground yeah. i can't remember if he dislocated his jaw or what it was but i think he was just out of it yeah yeah and then and then i, I believe tinderbeard then pretty much surrendered yes yeah you you had a chat with him Kordash mm. had a chat with him Kordash explained that Kordash had found true love for all her um, for all her ways that she was hitting on people, she actually found someone that challenged her and that she enjoyed. And she went out and dragged Tinderbit out and introduced him to Gwen Leap. And then Gwen Leap right. and her had a very passionate kiss. Um, yeah. And then I think that was. I, I believe. I believe you, Kordash, asked Tinderbeard, "Was he going? Like, did you? Did Kordash leave? Let Tinderbeard go?" I believe Kordash let Tinderbeard go, yeah. Under the presumption that he would never try anything like this again. Yes, but we would find him if he did. Yeah. Yeah. But you weren't very sure if, if he was telling the truth. If I, I don't recall. think the insight check showed up anything interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And yeah, that's the that's anticlimactic ending. We are very sorry. We've recorded another. This has been the, the, week, the, the month of one shots in all seriousness because um, we've had players out doing live theater shows and stuff like that. Um, so we've got another two part, maybe three part one shot coming up, uh, some actual episodes coming up. Uh, but yes, we apologize. This won't happen again. We're taking measures to back up things back and forth, but I think it was a a mishap on the recording day that just couldn't be avoided. So yeah, thanks guys. And tune in next week. We should be back to our regular programming. Yeah. Back to our regular, regular programming for a couple of weeks and then another one shot. And then another one shot. This one, this next one will be, uh, Spearheaded yeah. by Jake. Yeah, spearheaded by me, so. the uh, hasty rig attack. Ooh, tune Ooh. in next time, folks. Thank you. Take care. of the mind flip. Thanks for listening to Theatre of the Mind Flayer. We go live on all good podcast apps every Tuesday. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. If you didn't like it, well, stiff shit, you already listened to it. Reach out to us on Twitter at mindflayer underscore pod and on Instagram at Theatre of the Mind Flayer. Thanks, babies. 